Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you were blessed by today's sermon. Friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Well, how's your attitude been lately? Um, By attitude, I mean, you know, your general outlook on life. Attitude is like your mindset, right? It's like your mindset. Some people believe that they're victims to their attitude about life. Have you ever known anyone like that? Um, You know, everything's pushing against them and... uh, There's so much pressure in life, Uh, their job, family, finances, stock market, inflation. How can you change your attitude when all this is coming against you? You know, the good news is that if you want to change your attitude, you can. You can change your attitude and and your mindset about life. In the first part of Philippians 2, Paul wrote these words that are really sort of the linchpin of the book of Philippians. And Rip preached on this a couple of weeks ago. Paul said this there, your mind, your mindset or your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ, who didn't consider equality with God as something to be grasped or held onto, but he lowered himself, taking the very form of a servant. So, Paul just sums it up. Your attitude should be the same as Jesus' attitude. A servant's attitude or a servant's mindset on life. And then in this passage today, he gives two practical, real-life illustrations for that beautiful teaching in the first part of Philippians 2. The two illustrations are the lives of Timothy and Epaphroditus. What are their attitudes? Well, about Timothy, Paul says, while most people look only after their own interest, Timothy was genuinely concerned for the welfare of others. Timothy had a heart for other people and a heart to serve people. He says, your attitude should be like Timothy." And then he goes on and he talks about Epaphroditus, another servant of the Lord Jesus. He says here that Timothy took care of Paul and others, even to the point of death. He said even even when his own health was in jeopardy, he was still serving. He had the heart of a servant, the attitude of a servant. So as always... If there's a question in this today, what's your attitude? The answer, as in really pretty much every sermon, is Jesus, right? The answer comes back to Jesus. If you want to change your attitude, start with Jesus. Ask him for the power and for the desire to change your attitude to be more like his. And Timothy's and Epaphroditus's. A servant's attitude. And after you ask him to help change your attitude, then get up and go do something for someone. 
I think the source of so many problems in people's lives today and the reason for negative attitudes, including my own at times, is that we sit around thinking about ourselves too much. There's too much of that going on today. If you ponder on yourself too long, you'll always find something you don't like. It's just the truth. Um, you know how people, a lot of people say deep down inside of everyone is something good. Well, in reality, deep down inside of all of us is something bad. Something rotten. Our sinful nature. And if you sit around looking for that long enough in yourself or in other people, you'll surely find it. And that will change your attitude. Um, I really think that this is the reason why so many people develop bad attitudes in the world today. Everything is focused on self. Self-help, self-worth, self-esteem, self-love, self, self, self. In this environment comes Jesus again, saying, serve someone. Put somebody else's needs ahead of your own for once. Right? Think about other people. Consider other people's needs. Not just self-help, serve someone. Serve someone. A servant of Jesus gets excited about helping others. A servant of Jesus gets excited about making someone else's life more successful. Helping or serving others not only helps the helpee, it helps the helper. Ask Jesus to help you become more helpful, kinder, more useful. And you'll be amazed at how this changes your attitude, your mindset about yourself and the world around you. As a young Christian, I had people remind me and teach me this truth. Not always in an easy way, sometimes kind of painful. Um, one, of the, one of my main stories in my life that really changed, changed me in my outlook on, on Christianity and my own faith came from my brother Don, who's in heaven now, and I miss him. But, uh, but Don told me after I had gotten excited and come to faith in Jesus, one day Don saw me reading the Bible and he said, hey, Skip, I think there's something more to this Christian thing than you sitting around reading the Bible all the time. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Uh, and then another saint that helped me get up and serve was Pat Shaw. Remember Pat? St. Pat, we could call her now. Pat, here at Christ Church, took away all my excuses that I kept giving for not playing the guitar with the choir on Sunday. She gave, me, she gave me no chance to say no. And so she helped me become more of a servant. I don't know if any of you know Mark Leverton. He was another one that was a big influence on my Christian life. Mark saw something in this shy introvert that he believed would make a teacher one day. He saw that in me, and he goaded me. He prodded me to get up and get involved and to be a teacher. 
and he dragged me into more active service. Reluctantly, I might add, but yet Mark was involved and was important and instrumental in my ministry today. The last one I want to talk about is my wife, Carrie. Carrie makes me want to serve her more every day, by the way. She so selflessly serves me and our family and our kids and grandkids. So I thank God for you, my sweet wife. Uh, servant ministry has been the model Jesus intended from the beginning. It's always been about serving. Love God, love others. You heard the Jesus teach his illustration of having a servant's heart in the story of the Good Samaritan this morning. The Good Samaritan was the servant, the one that had the servant's perspective or mindset on life. You know, coming here on Sunday is important, but it's never intended to be an end in itself, right? Coming, just coming here is not the intention. Coming to church is a means to an end. We come here so we can go out there. We come here and get served. So are served too, we serve here. But then we go out there so we can give back and serve out of the blessing that we've received. We are blessed so that we can be a blessing. Not just so that we can sit around feeling all blessed. Right? We're served by Jesus so that we can be servants. I believe it's difficult for a Christian to grow and experience the true joy of our salvation unless we're serving others in the power and love of Jesus. You know, so where do we begin? Well, as always, we begin with Jesus in prayer. Jesus, you can pray this, Jesus, please give me an attitude like yours. Please change my attitude to be more like yours, more like a servant. Show me who and how to serve. So if you want to know where to start, the best place to start as a servant is in your home. Right? Start there. What can I do to make life easier for you? You can ask your spouse. You know, one of the things I used to see when I was doing marriage counseling is that most people, when they come in, couples, when they come in, they'd be mad at each other and sitting on opposite sides of the couch. And they would both be pointing the same finger at the other one saying, things would be better for me if you would just change. Right? And so what they're saying is that if you would just serve me better, life would be better for me. But you know, what I always tried to help people see, and really the people who got this, their marriage changed really quickly, was when they were able to see, you know, what can I do to serve you better? And when people get that perspective, it changes everything because servant love has a way of motivating servant love. It's interesting. The more you serve, the more you get back. We love Jesus. Why? Because he first loved us. His love motivates us.
So serve at home. Serve at work. Be a helper, an encourager. Watch your attitude at work. Because it's really easy to get sucked into bad attitude when you're around people that have bad attitudes. But you can help change that by being a servant, an encourager. Instead of saying something negative, build somebody up. It's a great perspective to have. Be a mentor at work and help people. If you need somewhere to serve and you can't find it out there, come here at Christ Church. There's so many opportunities. All you have to do is ask someone. When you ask Jesus to show you who and how, ask him to give you eyes to see the need and the courage and faith to act when when he presents it to you. I read this article this week about St. Bede's Episcopal Church in Santa Fe. I don't know if anybody's been there or not. I haven't, but I've read about it. Over the, there's only one door that goes into the sanctuary at St. Bede's. And over the door is a hand-lettered sign that reads, Servant's Entrance. That's pretty neat, right? Isn't that great? It reminds them that everyone who comes through the door has a job has a calling, and that calling is to, is to serve. And you can't miss it on the way out either as you go out into the world. You know, what a good reminder for the pe- good people of St. Bede's, but also for all of us, servants' entrance. Uh, brothers and sisters, Jesus has served us with everything he has, even unto death on a cross. He gave it all for us. And now he calls us all to respond to that great gift by serving one another. I pray that we'll all ask him to give us a servant's heart and a servant's attitude this week. And the faith and courage to fulfill his servant's call on our lives. He's called us all to serve. And he never calls us to do something that he won't give us the power to carry out. He always gives us the power when he calls us to do something. And when you respond to his great call in your life, I know that you'll be blessed far above what you could have ever imagined. And so will others. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.